0: Hi and welcome to The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinick and me, Rose Ferguson The podcast where we test out the latest health and wellness trends and see if they actually work
1: we have so many of you coming to us with your latest ideas and asking about what we think the next best thing is so this podcast is where we go off try things and come back and report to you
0: yeah in this series we see why eating 30 veg a week might be the new five a day we explore the world of collagen and like last series we've also roped in some very exciting people to help us in these challenges
1: As always, we would love to hear what's worked for you or not and what you'd love us to explore.
0: So message us on Instagram or you can always email us on info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk.
1: And please do subscribe. This season is sponsored by Ancient and Brave. Ancient and Brave expertly blend impactful botanicals, modern nootropics and functional nutraceuticals to create a new generation of sustainably sourced supplements with targeted health benefits.
0: Ancient and Brave originates from combining the ancient wisdom and rituals we've had for thousands of years with the deeper understanding wellness strategies we now have.
1: We're both fans of supplementing collagen but not all collagen is created equal. With so many products on the market, it's important to choose one that's pure, clean, highly absorbable and clinically researched. Ancient and Brave tick all these boxes.
0: As well as nourishing your skin, collagen has a whole host of holistic benefits from supporting healthy connective tissue to easing some of the changes we experience as we age.
1: True wellness, however, is thinking about the bigger picture. For Ancient and Brave, a commitment to sustainability and ethical practice is integral to their brand. As such they are one of B Corp's highest scoring wellness brands globally as well as a member of the powerful global initiative 1% for the Planet.
0: Founded to prevent greenwashing, certify reputable giving and provide accountability, 1% for the Planet also means donating 1% of all sales to environmental causes that protect the planet. So buying their products means you're supporting the planet too. So no surprises this week, as we both know what this challenge is about, because we are both going to do it. Yes, we
1: are. It is all to do with how much waste there is in the world and in our lives.
0: Yeah, because... I mean, we both obviously acknowledge, as do most people now, that we're in a global climate catastrophe. And it's vital that all of us actively strive to change our lifestyle and food practices and habits so we can all contribute to a more sustainable system, which means basically minimising the volume and toxicity of our waste, as well as conserving as much and as many resources as we can to support the health of our planet and everything that lives on this. And We both believe that this needs to be a part of all aspects of our life, don't we, Rose? Yeah, Yeah. I
1: mean, it's just something that I think I definitely need to do. When we talked about doing this challenge, it really resonated with me because, you know, I'm a very instant person. You know, so I don't think about it and then I order it and then that's the quickest way to do it. I don't plan ahead. Plus, me and Eve live very different lives. She lives in the city. I live in the country, so I have to drive to where I get food, or I get it delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eve lives in London, where you would think it would be easier. So it's going to be interesting to compare and see how we both get on.
0: Definitely, and for the purposes of the podcast, and because kind of food is our thing, yeah, we've really sort of honed in and focused on a specific aspect in reducing food waste and carbon emissions that go along with kind of a modern approach to eating and also our series sponsor ancient and brave they take a very active approach to minimize all in any waste, being climate neutral and a b corp yeah. so they were really keen for us to take on this challenge yeah both of us try to follow this concept as much as possible but i mean i know that both of us also acknowledge that we can and need to do better don't yeah. we rose and that's the reason why both of us are taking this one on and encouraging you guys to join us on it too and not just for this week but to take things forward into the foreseeable future so do you want to chat through the rules rose
1: yeah so the the zero waste challenge um the rules are to eat only seasonal and local produce to shop local farmers markets local shops um take reusable shopping bags with us Focus predominantly on plant-based foods and only one meal with local organic meat, poultry during the challenge. Uh, Make food from scratch and use every part of the plant. Anything left needs to be composted. Hmm. No use of single plastics or disposable cups. Refill jars of grains, nuts and seeds, legumes, etc. from zero waste shops. Swap to only eco-friendly cleaning products, including loo and kitchen roll. How do you feel about that, Eve?
0: Like I say, in my head, I think I do have an active approach to this, but actually even just digging into it a little bit, you kind of realize, actually, there's this thing that I'm not doing or that thing that I am doing. So I do think it's going to be really insightful. I'm actually really looking forward to it yeah. to kind of really like pull myself up a bit on certain things and like you say we both have very different you know lifestyles in a way so we're we're both coming at it from different angles what about you what how are you feeling about the whole thing
1: well even just going through the rules then it makes me think about all the things I don't do which is all of it pretty much it's terrible you know during covid actually I got really into supporting my local shops yeah. You know, and I would go and I would buy local produce yeah. and then I have slipped back into you know supermarket deliveries. So actually re-engaging with the locals, you know, the local producers, I'm looking forward to doing that. But I know that this is going to be hard for me because I am so disorganized. I think I think I need to be more organised in order to achieve all this. The cooking bit not so much because I we I think we both probably cook from scratch a lot. Yeah. But where you get that produce from. You know, so we'll see. But I'm I, I think it's something I definitely need to do and I'll be interested to see how hard we find it. Yeah, me too.
0: So one week,
1: let's get into it.
0: Let's go. Woo! <laughs> okay, so I'm starting our zero waste challenge <clears throat> with a not so nice cold. Hence the reason why I was a bit shit and I didn't get to the farmer's market on the weekend. Um, so I'm gonna have to do a bit of a trip to Borough Market because I know they have uh, Chegworth and some local farms there. I'm just putting an order in on who gives a crap. They're basically a company that have very responsibly sourced loo roll and paper rolls and uh, tissues. So I'm doing that now and just planning what I'm going to eat for the week, which I don't normally do to this degree This is great. I was meant to start it today
1: and realised that I had a supermarket shop booked, which means that lots of plastic bags turn up at my door with lots of stuff in plastic containers. Because of where I live, because I have kids and, you know, it's quite a big old shop, I'm a bit lazy about going out and looking. And actually, I love going to the farmer's market and I love going to the local shops. So I'm actually quite looking forward to this challenge because it horrifies me how much packaging comes through my door you know what I do have near me, which I'm really lucky to have, is there's a brilliant little health food shop in my local village in Lechley called The Health Box, and they have all the refillables. Um, I also have refillable lentil pots and nuts and stuff from Abel and Cole. So I'm going to look back at those because I've sort of got out of the habit of those. And also my health food shop does have refillable washing liquid, washing up liquid, laundry powder, et etc., et, cetera, et cetera. So I will be hitting them up this week.
0: So my Who Gives a Crap order just arrived, and I'm just I've just opened it, and it's really cool. Basically, fifty percent of the profits are donated to help build toilets. It's hundred percent bamboo, no inks, dyes, or scents. Yeah, so I've got the toilet rolls here. They're covered in this beautiful packaging, if that's the word for it, and some kitchen rolls. So I think this is definitely going to be a longer term thing for me because the more i understand about these these guys the more i realize actually how what good a thing they're doing
1: i'm just going to go to the local
0: uh health food
1: shop which as i said has amazing um refillables so i'm going to go and see what they've got and maybe talk to lola who runs it Okay, so I am with Lola at the Health Box, and um, because I've been talking about your shop, this is all refillable products, like cleaning product and hair and stuff.
2: Yes. So when it comes to body care, we chose to go with Faith in Nature because it's been around for over 30 years. It's tried and tested, 99% natural, no SLS, no parabens, nothing really, really clean, but smells amazing as well. So we've got... Seven different choices of body washers, conditioners, shampoos, hand wash and even body lotion. Do you know what? I'd buy this,
1: but I'd buy it from Waitrose or wherever. In a bottle. In a bottle and it comes in a bag. Yes. And so I can just bring the bottle here you and can refill just it.
2: Keep the bottle, bring the bottle back, or you can bring anything you have. You oh refill, yeah,
1: jam jars. This is actually amazing. You know, I buy Method and Ecover. Which mm-hmm. are these? Ones? And you chuck away single-use plastic every day. Yes,
2: totally. It's just about getting into the habit. Kind of having, you know, maybe by the door a little space for your empty bottles so they're they're ready for when you go out, so you don't forget them. And just getting in a habit of refilling. Of refilling. So we're just moving around to the seed and um, lentils. The cupboard essentials isn't it? Yeah. So dried fruit, nuts your grains, we've got all the pasta, pasta. here on the other side mueslies. that was great so good, so I am walking away with brown paper bags
1: refilled with brown rice white pasta for my children who will be thrilled, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, cashew nuts, I also noticed that they had um, refillable loose teas which you always forget about the packaging that goes into those so all in all very enlightening
0: so, look, I'll admit I wasn't very good at organising myself with a zero-waste challenge, but it did make me think that, you know, in a busy lifestyle, you know, that's quite true for a lot of us. And so how can we do this in a way that actually becomes more consistent rather than stressing out that we're going to do it perfectly? Anyway, rather than going to the supermarket, because I just was quite shocked, actually, when I really, really looked at how much packaging was there, I just actually went to my local store, to greengrocer stalls, next to me. And yeah, at least there's not all of the packaging
1: there. Okay, the Waste Not Want Not Challenge. I'm actually really enjoying it. It means that I am actually buying per day or two days. So, you know, I don't waste very much food actually, but... I think that if you are somebody who ends up with a fridge full of stuff you haven't used at the end of the week and then throws it all out, this is a really good way to shop for that. And we know that food waste is something insane, like 60%. So it's been, you know, it's sort of made me think about that. It's funny when you go to places like the butchers, you know, they always put it in a plastic bag. So that's, I don't really know how to do that because I'm not brave enough to say, oh, I've bought my own box. Can you please put it in that? I just can't do that.
0: So I'm day five on zero waste challenge. And it's been going okay. It was interesting yesterday because I just forgot to pick up something that I wanted in the in meal. And then for me to go and get it, I'd have to go to the supermarket and then it was covered in plastic. So I ended up just like finding things that I actually had in the cupboard, which was interesting. So that's been cheaper in a way as well like eating out your cupboard I know Mel Hemsley talks a lot about this her being the sustainability zero waste queen that made me think you know how many times do I do that where I'll just like buy things when I've actually got stuff that I can actually eat so it's going okay but I would say that it is a lot more challenging than one thinks and I also realise that there is no way of doing this perfectly because if you dig into it at all in terms of zero waste there are caveats in many parts of this stuff but it's just about doing a little bit. Today I'm going to go to
1: the local green grocers and butchers because they have loads of loose veg and um, I'm going to get some local meat that's organic and locally sourced it's called Bayliss, the butchers in Lecholade and um, I also know that they have bread that is out of you know plastic um and I might also go and have a look there's a sourdough shop in my village so I'm going to go and have a look at that too which is also not got packaging okay so that was interesting because I also realize that sometimes I buy vegetables and I put them in a bag to put in a bag I did not today I just got the loose leeks, loose courgette, broccoli, some peppers and and then I asked for a paper bag instead of a plastic bag so there you go, progress
0: so my final day of my zero waste challenge and I'm just making up an omelette with a few leftover veggies that were looking a bit you know, on the turn as it were I just realised actually an omelette is a great way to just use up these extra veggies so yeah it looks delish I've had a really insightful week and I can't wait to hear how Rose has been getting on as well well, Rose, I have to say, you definitely um, you know, hit this one out of the park. I have to say that I was not anywhere near as organized or so well done. You you're amazing. I'm
1: so smug. Yeah. I'm sitting here so smug. <laughs> but it was interesting hearing yours because I would have thought that this would be easier in town to do this. But um, from what I'm hearing from you, it's not, it wasn't as easy as you were thinking it was going to be. I mean, it wasn't easy for me either, mm-hmm. but, I, but I did really engage it because actually, I think the thing for me is, because there's quite a few people in this house, the amount of plastic that turns up, that's yeah. what horrified me. You know, so you get plastic in plastic in plastic.
0: But it, it was really good.
1: For me. See, I sound so angelic.
0: We bloody were, there <laughs> you were in the shop. Like, oh, I'm like I'm like, oh my God. Like, I hate I her. was literally just like but I did if there were moments where it's like you catch yourself, do you know what I mean? Like so I was walking past, I thought, oh I fancy a coffee now. And then I thought, no, I, I can't actually get a coffee because that's not on the single-use plastics or disposable cups rule. So it kind of picks you up on yeah those types of things. But I like you, I was absolutely shocked when I really realized how much plastic the thing is it's like when you're going about your day-to-day life it's not even that you're lazy actually because let's be honest most of us shop like that because that's the norm it's like it's unbelievable isn't it it's unbelievable and it doesn't have to yeah
1: what I'm very bad at is when I'm at home getting in the car to go to the shops I just don't feel like I have time Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't have time I don't feel like I have time So what I got quite good at was as I was out, if I was out doing something like picking a kid up or going somewhere, then I'd stop at the shops on my way and it would become part of that errand. So for me, it's just a shift in how I think about doing stuff. And it's the way I've done stuff for a long time. So it it takes Mm. a bit of thought and planning, but looking forward I'm definitely going to continue because it was a bit more old-fashioned it's a bit slower which you know we don't like I don't like slow yeah (laughs) it's funny because after the carnival I thought I might never set foot in a butchers again but going to the butchers or going to the fishmongers you chat to them yeah you know you get more inspired so rather than cooking the same stuff because when you go on for me it's just talking about my food shop is you go into your onto the website whichever one you're using and it's got your favorites and you just click 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 all the same things whereas this way I was actually eating slightly more diverse
0: Mm -hmm. I think you picked up on a really amazing point there it's about community like you can just be like especially if you go and do the self-checkouts you're not speaking to anybody and that also was a nice side effect of this that I didn't really expect
1: yeah it does take more time. Yeah. It felt, to me, weirdly, it felt like a luxury going to the shops. I enjoyed it, so it felt like a nice thing to do. Yeah. I felt like I was supporting local, which I yeah. think is a good thing. I was eating local. And I do have this great health food shop called The Health Box. And as you can hear in one of the voice notes, Lola from The Health Food Shop, is we had a really great chat. And I did come back with my brown paper bags of pasta. and And I, and I kept I my... like. <laughs> and i've kept my brown paper bag so that when i go but i've also got lots of jars and
0: pots oh my god is it like single white female in your house now that you've got dymo labeled actually to be honest mine are a bit like that
1: i actually don't have labels on them but that is a very good idea and <laughs> um, but i love the fact that she was like people come and bring in jars because in my head i'm like oh you've got to buy the original pot and then you refill that brand but she's like no you can bring whatever vessel you so desire yeah
0: I mean I I have to say I did find it a lot harder than I thought I was going to find it but it really depends on where you are like when I lived in one part of the city there were a lot of more local butchers and stuff like that I mean there is a little bit where I am I mean I'm not in the I'm obviously I'm in central London but like (laughs) you know with like farmers markets and things like you had there like those are not immediately available to me so I would have had to have gone on a tube or whatever, or they definitely weren't in the middle of the week. So I just, I'm just being realistic about other people and what they might be doing. But I did find going to my local, stalls which i don't i normally just pass them by and the uxbridge road has got loads shout out for the uxbridge road has got loads of these fruit and vegetable stalls where they've got all the produce outside the front and i always used to think oh my god those have been flown in from the other side of the world actually there's a lot of uk stuff in there there was a lot of spanish stuff in there which in terms of like carbon footprinting you know it's got to be better than say ethiopia Peru like all these places and I know it's not as hard and fast as that because actually it's a really complicated issue in terms of like sustainability and carbon footprinting like I mean it's quite overwhelming when you get into it but surely obviously buying things a bit more local like UK or Europe has got to have less of an impact and you know what like I did find that I got so much more value for money when I went into these local places yeah and then there is a zero waste shop in Notting Hill that I really really rate and I go there and they are so much cheaper they have like buying nuts and seeds and stuff like that that's what Lola said yeah so
1: things like e-cover Um, which she has refillable in her shop, she said they are more expensive, but then when you start refilling them, the price does come down. Mm -hmm. I think seeds and pasta and things she said are cheaper when you refill them. Yeah, yeah. But I think certain things like products that are Mm -hmm. more environmentally friendly types they are more expensive because they're more expensive to produce. Yeah. But it does change what you can buy.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess it's privilege, isn't it? Like where we're we're used to be getting what we want when we want it, but actually not really thinking about the consequences of it. I mean, I will typically try to waste as little amount as possible. But sometimes, you know what, I'm like, oh, there's a little bit left of that. That Those herbs look a bit fucked now. So I'm just going to chuck them out. And actually what I did was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I actually put them into ice cubes because you can use um. that as well. I got that tip from... I think it was Mel Hemsley actually. But yes. yeah, so that was a good one. And also just using the stalks of broccoli where they weren't, you know, just chopping them really finely and cauliflowers using everything and putting into omelets and things like that. So I ended up saving money because I was making meals. Yeah. I actually found some more related things like loo roll and kitchen roll So I actually went on to who gives a crap. Oh, yeah. A bit more expensive than your average um supermarket loo rolls. But actually when you buy them in bulk, obviously the cost comes down. It's just a lovely concept with them, where they give back money to charities that build toilets. But there is that kind of, I guess, juxtaposition between having it delivered, but they deliver so many. Like I probably got loo rolls now that are going to stop me up for months because forty odd loo rolls. <laughs> they have given us actually a code for the listeners, which will stick in the notes as well. Who gives a crap? Yeah, because I just think the ethos of the company a bit like I'm not just saying this, but obviously our sponsor is very much you know, doing a lot there as well. But, you know, I think it's important that we, you know, actively support those people that are doing things like that. Yeah. I thought it was another interesting thing that the fact that people are going back to, to days and things like that, because actually in um, Europe, they do use a lot of that stuff. Yeah, lots
1: of places in the world, they don't use toilet paper like that. They use hoses yeah. or days. Yeah. It's a step too
0: far for me. <laughs> so, well, I think it's a step yeah. too far for a lot of us, right? Yeah. So what would you say you would take forward from it
1: so i've always used environmental house products yeah me too they all come in plastic bottles yeah. but i will refill the ones that i'm using up now mm-hmm. and i will do that so that's what i will definitely do yeah and i think the same for all this pastas lentils mm-hmm. seeds nuts yeah um so those yes. things i will definitely do and just i think trying to do what i said which is you know shop more regularly as i'm going through a village or a town mm-hmm. so then the food waste goes down and stop doing online shopping from supermarkets. I'm not saying I will never do it because there are definitely times.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that shopping even more locally really is definitely going to be something that I do and doing less of the supermarket online shopping. I mean, the reality is that we are going to do a bit of that. But I do think that there does need to be some level of accountability for the supermarkets because, it I mean, it wasn't easy. I'm not going to lie with that. Like most people are busy and working hard. They've got families like... I don't know. I just think there needs to be a much higher up call to action. Yeah. Well, right. So last series, we got some really great emails, but also just messages on Instagram. If there's a wellness trend or fad that you'd like us to explore or something that you're in the middle of. Uh, so this one is from Charlotte, who said her latest craze is spin classes. Oh my God, do you remember when I had that Peloton, Rose? It was basically like a fucking expensive coat hanger that was. But you love that, don't you? Well, we've got a Peloton too, but do you know, I don't... I go, and th- I go through phases but do you not have yours Peloton anymore? Did you get rid of it? No, I sold that. Yeah. It was I, I couldn't. I couldn't justify it. I spent the money on some furniture, some actual furniture instead of using that as the coat hanger. <laughs> anyway, she said it's not her usual type of exercise but the adrenaline afterwards she says is amazing which I guess you can resonate with because yeah. you love all that stuff. It's
1: called a cardio high and it's the best. Yeah, <laughs> um, Yeah. okay. Well, Martin also messaged me and this made me giggle asking how sober October is going, Eve. He says he try- he does it every year and has never made it past nine days do you have any tips Hmm, Eve let's hear how's it going
0: (laughs) well coming from the person that that catastrophically failed on day one I'm not sure I should be the one giving any tips but anyway (laughs) and also I know there's days in this month that I'm going to potentially sabotage this so anyway let's see I'm, I'm doing my best but tips I don't know, doing activities with friends that don't necessarily revolve around alcohol and giving yourself other little rewards here and there.
1: Yeah. There's a book called Alcohol Free for 28 Days and it was really worth a read because it wasn't about being sober sober. It was just about giving it a go and it was about the pressure you feel when you go to the bar. You know you go to the bar and you're like what am I going to order? What am I going to order? And then you go oh can I have a double of tonic please? He was basically talking about peer pressure and that people pleasing. Do you drink when, you, when you're when people pleasing?
0: Well yeah I do think there's something in that and again we don't want to dig into it too much and uh, spoiler alerts but I do think there is just in the UK, there's just a cultural thing around alcohol and it does weird people out and it shouldn't do actually. And, but I do think it's interesting, the psyche around doing these sort of months and like how it actually makes you want to drink more rather than less. Okay, so
1: send us a message on our Instagram page or email us on info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk. We really love hearing from you. So please message us or you can message us on our own Instagram pages, mine or you.
0: Yeah, and thank you so much for listening. We hope that we've also encouraged you to think just a little bit more about what you throw away.
1: And especially the food side, as prices are rising, there's lots of ways to cook up leftovers and make food stretch that bit further.
0: Yeah, definitely. You're up again next week, Rose. It's just that because I'm in the middle of a month challenge not drinking...
1: Oh, God, I really am not sure I want to know what's in store.
0: I'll give you a hint. Be careful what you wish for. Oh, God. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone. And thanks again for listening. See you soon. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.